Let's see the yeah, local levels. It's, uh, it's showing that we are local. <laughs> I, didn't say, I didn't say local. We are. I said local. I said vocal levels, and you oh. said we're keeping it local. <laughs> local levels, perfect. Welcome back, chodes and chodettes, to another episode of Topics of Interest with Nick and Mark. I am always Nick Kerrigan, and I am some of the time Mark Murphy. Yeah, I mean that's probably not a bad thing to be. Yeah. Um, yeah. So how you been? You ready for this this uh, Christmas break? I am. I am ready. I'm pretty jazzed for it. You taking off some time? I'm taking. taking time yeah, I'm taking uh, Monday, Tuesday. I get Wednesday, so I'm leaving this Friday. Get a nice little five day. But then, yeah. uh, yeah. I'm gonna work from home the next two days, and then uh, taking off all the next week. Damn. And then damn, damn. the Monday after. Because at my company, I got I can only carry over 40 hours. You can only carry over 40 hours from isn't year that to abs- year? Isn't that absurd? Yeah. Yeah, so I have to use it. So I have to take off like a week. That's insane. I know. It's a lot of hours. There are com- not a lot to keep. Our company rolls over everything that we earn up to 600 hours. Oh my god. Which is like equivalent to like a month or yeah. something like that. Dang. No, it's like three months. Holy shit. Yeah, jealous. So we used to, and then we got acquired, and they are like, yep, yeah, 40 hours it is. I mean, it forces people to go on vacation, so yeah, it's a good and a bad thing, because sometimes you want to carry over more than a week, but... That's why yeah, that's why we get our float holidays. We get three floating resets at every end of a year. Okay. But uh, on the 27th to the 3rd, I think, our next guest is actually visiting... The cities, uh, Tanner Otterness will be on the next pod, so looking forward to that. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Our uh, our second official guest. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're really doing it. We're doing it. We out here. Um, and with that, uh, I think we can actually jump into the tech stuff, and I think you got something for this? Yeah, I wanted just to hear your thoughts. Well, the thing is, so I watch a decent amount of YouTube, mm-hmm. and this week, for some reason, I think all the tech YouTubers got like their shipment of the mac pro Mm -hmm. which is like apple's newest computer that no one that we know will ever buy because it's meant for like animators or like is that the cheese grater looking one yes it's the cheese grater looking one but the thing is it has like a starting price of like six grand but you but most like a lot of people are going to option it out to like 50 grand you can option it out to like 50 grand the screen itself is like, well, the, the screen stand that it comes with is $1,000. Oh, I remember that being a fiasco. Yeah, it's a $1,000 stand. I've heard it's pretty nice, but like, I'm sure you can find an alternative. That's the most Apple shit ever. They'll sell you a screen, and then the screen stand is separate. Yeah. And also, batshit crazy priced. <laughs> yeah, people were like, if you would have included it and said, hey, if you don't get the stand, you can take $1,000 off. I'm sure people wouldn't have had a fit at all, but the fact that they split it and were like, it's a, th- it's a grand if you want it. Yeah. Then people are like, what the heck? And the thing is, no one, it's such a niche product. It's for, it's for like super users of a computer. Yeah. People that need like 50 cores. Like the, the CPU it comes with has like 50 cores, which for people who don't know anything about CPUs or cores, your computer either has two or four cores. I guarantee it. 
Okay. Very few have more than four cores. So it's just mostly for like simulation and like rendering. Yeah, like like heavy like if you have twelve cameras shooting eight K footage and you need to like look at all those. Oh holy like shit! It's, yeah, it's for like it comes. You can it can you can oh my gosh, you can get it with like two GPUs and it comes like with this afterburner card. It's it's just like next level computing. Mm-hmm. So. When it first came out, people were like, "What? Sixty to 50, 50 to sixty grand for a computer?" But it's like, you're not the demographic or the the audience they're looking for to buy this. But no. hey, it's like with Maseratis, people are like, "Ooh, it's so expensive." Well, no shit, you're not the one buying it. <laughs> yeah, are you gonna buy? Yeah, like why why are you worrying about this if it literally doesn't pertain to you? Yeah. So what, how like big is the screen that this thousand dollar stand is for? So it's a it, the thing. It's a really impressive screen. It's a six K. I think it's 27 inches, mm-hmm. but it's it gets to like a thousand nits of brightness, and it's called I want to I want to get the name right. This new monitor, it's like a super XDR. Here it is. So Apple's new Mac Pro and Pro Display XDR. So that's what it's called. Kind Shit. of a, kind of a crazy name, but yeah, it, it's a it's a really good monitor, and it's meant to be for like people who are shooting like movies like studios and you need to be able to see like how color accurate things are and stuff like that and it, it's like for over like 6k hdr screen so it's really impressive mm-hmm. but again people we won't be seeing it yeah the normie you I'll, I'll probably never see one in my life like i you think the, i don't think they're heavy set up at apple stores oh no yeah but like eh, they might have one they'll probably have one behind glass but they're, but they're so expensive why would you waste one on the floor because people who need it are going to be like, oh yeah, I need that. People going to Apple stores, like you'd never go to an Apple store to buy that. I think you'd like you'd order it for your studio or you'd order it for something like that. Wait, you have know? you been to Microsoft and Mall of America lately? I haven't actually. Why? Oh my god, they have one of those. Uh, it's like the full immersion chairs and like the six screen d- display, so that like oh. the chair moves. Yeah, yeah. And it's like a thing that you can actually use in their store. It's insane. Yeah. Interesting. So while you're playing guns and all that, or playing games, <laughs> not guns, Jesus. Ugh, it's been a rough day. <laughs> we did get some uh, helpful feedback after our last episode. Yes, about I guns. was completely off about uh, armor-piercing bullets. They don't go molten. They uh, actually kind of look more like missiles. They're they're a hardened tungsten. Um, but yeah, they, they're really pointy. Um. Are they just like harder than other metals or what? I think they're like a carbide. Hmm. So like a tooling steel almost. So they're they're super fucking tough. Yeah, high sectional density at the same weight. Hmm. They're just badder than the rest. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I mean, I guess. But uh, another thing I was thinking about today while uh, sitting at my desk was why is there no good like iPhone games anymore. I remember back in the day we were playing Doodle Jump and we were playing Jelly Car and we were playing Jetpack Joyride and Tap Tap Revenge. <laughs> Those were all out of this world fun games. And it just sucks that like they're not a thing. I also have a thought. Do you think they were super fun games because iPods had just come out and it was so the the concept of a touchscreen gaming thing was so new that Anything you played would have been incredible. Cause I, I went back and downloaded Jelly Car once, maybe like three years ago, mm-hmm. and it, I don't remember. It, it wasn't as fun as I remembered. 
I think the best part about the games was trying to do something and then going with your, to your buddies and being like, yo, I got this time. And then the, then going, oh, well, I got this time. And then, yeah. You know. Because, yeah, I did download Jelly Car like two years ago. Because if you go back to your... Uh, purchased. Purchased, yep. yeah. You can find it's, everything. It's not on the store anymore, but you can still get it through your purchased. Yeah. Wasn't it the same thing with that one... Uh, what was that one Mario-looking app that the guy made a ton of money in like Lappy a week? Bird? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, same thing. Remember, if you like uninstalled it and then it disappeared, you could still go back and you purchased and find it. Still can't believe that people sold iPods for like $1,000 that just With, had, had installed Flappy on. Bird on it, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's all I. But yeah, it probably is just nostalgia factor. I kind of think so because like it, I remember I had the second generation iPod Touch, which was the first one that had the speaker and it had a little different look. Yeah, and it was like the thing to have. And so anyone who had one, you were playing those. There probably wasn't as many games either. Mm-hmm. The game library on the App Store now was just incredible, incredibly large. Yeah, and I suppose with how much better the OS is getting. It's probably harder to code these games, which is why they're not free anymore. And the free games that are on the market, you get just a shit ton of ads during. Yeah, because now they're getting the quality up to, you know, console-esque. And so then you have to pay bigger teams and it's more expensive to create these apps. Yeah. But, I mean, the phones are capable, so they're going to try to push it to the limits. I don't know. It's a good... It's a, it's an interesting, thought-provoking thing. Like, yeah, I don't really play games on my phone anymore like I used to in middle school. Yeah. Like, it was, like, the thing to do. I have one game that I play religiously, and it's a baseball game. It's pretty fun, actually. Interesting. Yeah. It's some slugger or something. I don't know. <laughs> That's the game you play? I thought you played, like, Clash or something. No. I tried playing Clash again, but it just was such a time suck. Uh, super hit baseball. Super fun game. How did you find that? It was an ad, and I <laughs> fell for it. But um, turns yeah. out, actually, a solid game. Yeah, it, uh, they they. You think who the hell is this going to work on the, the, those stupid ass ads? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they work on me, because I see them about a thousand times. I go, fuck it, why not? And that uh, reminds me of the Danny Gonzalez videos that he makes about just like the world's like shittiest ads. <laughs> and he's like, how do people click on these? And then I don't know, they do. And these apps have tons of downloads. Because of their weird, weird advertising. Yeah. It's I mean, like obscure. Yeah. Those ones can suck a big one because holy God, are they annoying. Yeah. I get those ads a ton. Mostly on uh, Instagram? Yeah. Yeah. I suppose that does it for tech. Oh, okay. So uh, going off of my whole me watching a lot of Disney Plus lately, uh, I watched another movie last night called Camp Nowhere because I saw uh, Christopher Lloyd's face. A.K.A. the Doc from Back to the Future. Yep, that one. And this movie started off exactly like Heavyweights. Having some dude just in a kid's house showing a videotape about a summer camp. Being like, don't you want to go to this camp? Was this a thing that happened in the (laughs) 90s? Were there camp representatives that would go house to house? Yeah, door to door and try to pitch their camp. That's the weirdest shit. I have no idea. I... I don't know. Maybe going door to door was something that you had to do because there was no internet or something. I have no idea. I don't even. I don't answer my door. I look out <laughs> my window, and if it's not somebody I know, they don't get answered. I don't even answer my phone. Yeah, there, I mean, there's now a feature on your phone where if it's a number you don't know, it'll automatically just like, not. It won't alert you that you're getting a call. Mad respect. Yeah, I have it on. It's, it's great. Yeah. 
But yeah, so I I don't know why they were allowing people to come to their house and show them these videos and be like, hey, let me watch your kid. But anyway, um, this movie was oddly horny throughout the entire thing. And then uh, at the end, the uh, the bad boy and the blonde girl have a kiss, but like oddly open-mouthed and for an odd amount of time while her dad was just standing there. And this is the end of the movie? Yeah. And anyway, the, the kids don't want to go to these stupid camps that their parents want them to do, like fat camp or tech camp. Yeah. So they fake a camp. And then they bribe uh, Lloyd. Or what's Doc, his name? whatever his name is. Yeah, yeah, Christopher yeah. Lloyd to be the quote-unquote... Like director of the camp or something? Yeah. Um, <laughs> what else jumped out at me? Oh, yeah. So I was watching it with my uh, roommate... And he was like, man, I see this guy everywhere. And I, I immediately clicked it. I was like, he's not who you think. I know you're thinking of Ernest from all of the <laughs> Ernest movies. Yeah. Completely different guy. But it looked just like him. Yeah. They just had the old leathery-faced uh, physical comedy game on lock in the 90s. Weird. Yeah. Physical right. comedy was really big in the 90s, come to think of it. With, like, Mr. Bean. Yeah. Christopher Lloyd. Uh, Ernest. I mean, every every fucking movie it seems like somebody was like getting hit or falling, and there was some weird laugh track of a guy falling through a wall or something. Christopher Lloyd was part of that group. Yeah, he's so animated. Yeah, but it, yeah, I guess. I think of that as physical comedy still. Okay. I don't know. Uh, really weird movie, <laughs> and uh, the '90s continued to not disappoint <laughs> with their bad movies. Because all of them seem to follow the same thread of, hell yeah, we're kids, and we do kid things, and we get out of trouble, bleh. and yeah, so it's... It is an interesting, like, genre. Yeah. For a decade, just to be like... For an entire decade. Maybe they're super lucrative. Like, these things are selling, let's keep pushing them out. I, I suppose somebody asked me to do another Love Corner, so, uh... In a Love Corner! I thought something up. This might be uh, too much information for people, but uh, I think a big reason of why things continue to not work out is because my idea of what I'm attracted to, quote-unquote, and what I ultimately want to date are not the same thing. So, like, tattoos, love them. It's a thing for me. Uh, Like, pierced ears... Love them. Okay, so I'm attracted to blondes, but I ultimately want to end up with a brunette. That doesn't make sense. Why are you, like, fighting that? I don't know. Why? I, I think I might just have, like, split personality or something. Why don't you just try dating a blonde person? I mean, it's not basic. I have. <laughs> okay. It <didn't> work out. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Like, I get it, but it's, yeah, it literally, it literally seems like you're fighting yourself for yeah. some reason. And, like, another big thing is that I have this image in my head that I'm like, okay, so this brunette, small-framed, athletic, uh, likes to go to concerts, uh, blah, 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 this whole thing. And then I, and then somebody goes, oh, well, there's a girl out there. Yeah, she already has a boyfriend because she's fucking amazing. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. I just got to wait it out until I'm like, 30 
she has a kid, and then boom, Nick Kerrigan. Yeah, I mean, I guess. Yeah, it seems like, and you should have like standards and stuff. Yeah, I know. You do. But it seems you might you have a, a decently sized list. Not saying you should settle for anyone. Yeah, but it's a I, good sized list. I think I've just thought about it too much. Maybe, yeah, because I've zeroed in too much. And so you're, I think you're literally waiting for a person. Like she's gonna come out of the woodwork and be mm-hmm. like, "That's her," and it can't be anyone else. Well, that's the thing, though, is that when I do find a girl that fits into my idea of somebody that I uh, can really see myself with, for some, for one, for a reason or another, it just turns to shit out of nowhere. Usually, it seems okay. like to me. I mean, I, I know I said this on a past podcast, but, like, there was, like, two women that I was, like, yeah. And they were, like, five months apart, so it wasn't me just being, well, yeah. Infatuation kind of always plays into it, but I don't know. It, it was always one of those things where I'm, like, hey, so, like, you want to go out? And they're, like, ooh, sorry, I don't. And then we just stopped talking. I'm, like, oh. I do remember yeah, you saying that's uh, a couple times. Yeah, it's just so random you're like you and like on your end you're like i wonder why because yeah. you like never find out why you're just like okay i guess we'll stop talking then yeah yeah it's just like almost the worst way to end something mm-hmm. it's like i don't know yell at me or something but like just be like eh, we're done i'm like yeah like a reason will be great yeah just anything yeah just just but, uh reason and i've definitely thought about asking being like, hey, so, like, what is the reason? But, like, that's kind of weird. It's like, hey, like, thanks for this little relationship. Here's my survey. Can you tell me why yeah. um, this didn't work out? <laughs> Your feedback would really help me out a lot on the next one. <laughs> thanks. It's literally, like, the professor ratings. They're like, hey, if you guys could fill these out after your final, you're like, nope, see you later. We're done with the final. Yeah. So, I guess that's uh, a little more insight into my life and how things... Yeah, I don't know. I, I think I just have this warped image in my head i don't know it's it's Warped weird of how dating should be or how just relationships in general should be what's the warpiest part i guess how i view myself and how other people might view me because i i get that i i come off odd at first maybe but like you have friends and like you're not like an oddball out like that's the weirdest part to me is that you have friends, and, like, I'm a little biased because I'm your friend, but we have a pretty dang good friend group. Like, yeah. we're, we're normal. There's not any weirdos. And that's the thing, but you guys have gotten to know me. So, first impressions, I'm not great at. Okay. If I'm not comfortable, I am so awkward, and it's the worst. I guess I've never, like, seen you from, like, a bird's eye view on a first date or anything. Yeah. So I, don't I just get in my head about everything that I am insecure about, and then I am overly... The opposite of what I don't want to be. And I think it's just too much. Yeah. But I don't know. And then like my advice would be like, well, just like, and you just keep going on first dates until you get used to it. Like you're like stage right. Mm-hmm. But like you have, like you, it's not like you've not gone on them. And that's another thing is that at what point am I just too comfortable going into it? <laughs> it's just too chill. You're just like. Yeah. Because I think that would be weird too. They're like, oh, this guy's been on a lot of first dates. Yeah. But then maybe that'll click with someone like, hey, this guy's comfortable around strangers. I just got to give him my references. 
hey, you can text these people, ask them a weirdo. <laughs> I promise you I'm not that big of a weirdo. Uh, please text me back. <laughs> please text me back. <laughs> yeah, so that's... Ugh, that's what I think about every day. Um, I guess moving on. <laughs> uh, things that annoy Nick. Uh, so Facebook keeps putting notifications... And then it says, blah, 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 added to their story. Hey, Zuckerberg, I don't give a shit if somebody added to their story. If I wanted to see their story, I would go out and watch their story. But you're Facebook, and I don't care about those stories. And the thing is, I think it links with Instagram now. So if you can choose that if you do an Instagram story, it'll also go on your Facebook story. But like you've yeah. already seen that person's Instagram story, so why the hell would you want to watch it again? Exactly. And I'm all... when. When in who who had it first? What who Instagram? had stories first? I thought Snapchat. Was it Sna- I, okay? Yeah, Snapchat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Instagram added them, and yeah. everybody's like, "Oh, what the? They're and just copying." Ever, now everyone uses Instagram. Now stories. everybody. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They prefer it. They prefer that. Yeah. They might do both, but Instagram is like the. It's just like the. Well, it, yeah. Refined, you know, it's like the nicer brand. Snap versus Instagram. Instagram is fancy. I would say what I'm trying to put out, if it's quality. If I if it's something I find funny, yeah, I will put it on my snap. But if it's just me saying something or taking a pretty picture, it's going mm-hmm. to Instagram. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, now you have like a Instagram. Yeah. Which you put funny stuff on too. Yeah, that's where I put my memes. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. It's mostly just memes that I'm like, people need to see this. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, Zuckerberg, eat a bag of uh, dongs, and stop. I've even looked into how to turn off notifications for stories, and I don't think you can. Well, I was just going to say, like, as a whole, I, like, I don't do anything on Facebook, yet when I log on, like, once a week, or, like, even if I looked at it the day after day, yeah. it's like I have six notifications for nonsense. Yeah. It's for things I don't care about. Hey, this person started a fundraiser for their birthday. You should donate. Why are you preaching to me? If I wanted to give to whatever they're preaching... I will give to it, but don't get in my face about it. Yeah, it's like giving you notifications for things you're going to end up seeing. Yeah. Or it's like, this person's interested in an event near you. It's like, well, that's great. But if I was interested in that event, I would have been interested. I would have clicked, I'm interested. And that, that would have been that. Yeah. So I've literally had to go through my Facebook and unlike everything I've ever liked, like uh, pages. Yeah, because it, it does stuff based on all that stuff. Yeah. And then all of the old ones that I followed in middle school are just ads now where they just push BS. I like watermelon and now watermelon is selling like water bottles and I'm, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So I'm just really annoyed that Facebook keeps trying to get me to watch stories on their yeah. platform. Cause I'm not going to do it. Quit asking. Stop it. Ooh. Yeah. So with uh Christmas coming up, so you have a rather large, pretty tight knit family. Do you guys have a lot of, like, personal ornaments? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. homemade ones? Well, yeah, the thing is, <clears throat> at St. Henry's, yeah. the private school I went to, like, every year... Flex. as <laughs> Weird flex, but okay. All right. Um, every year, they would have you make an ornament around Christmas time. Mm-hmm. So, from K through 6, I have an ornament, and, like, I can, I, I can see the one in my head. For first grade, it's a yellow star that I cut out of cardboard... Painted yellow and has a picture of me. And you slapped a shitty picture of yourself on it. From first grade in my sheep costume for our, like, program. 
Damn, dude. So I probably didn't put that picture in because as a first grader, I probably hardly knew how to use the glue stick. You know, probably I was looking like, like a snack though in that sheep costume. I will a send you. Snack. A, yeah, I'll send you a picture. It's a pretty cute pic. But yeah, all I did was paint the star. I don't think we even cut the stars. <laughs> we weren't allowed. Yeah, but every year, and it's it's like. I'm holding up my hands right now for reference. Yeah. It's got to be like six to eight inches. It's looking like a frisbee. Yeah, it's huge, and like, unruly. That's yeah. a lot of real estate on a tree. And the thing is, because we all have the same first grade teacher, me and my five siblings, there's five of these bad boys on the tree too. <laughs> so just big old stars. But yeah, every year, <laughs> and like as a gift, like our grandparents and our parents would give us one. Yeah. So I have like a Toy Story one of him like wrangling around a thing of lights you know it says your name on it in the year yep yeah on the boot classic just like andy yeah yeah that's but great I, I had favorites like there was this one of a, it's like a hershey's thing and it's like a little uh penguin he's at the big hershey jug and he's putting in hot cocoa that's i dope. loved it yeah we but had yeah. you don't have a whole oh bunch of, no we have oh okay. yeah in uh fives alive it's uh school before school okay when you're five <laughs> uh in the city's um, up until then, so all throughout daycare and all that, yep. we made ornaments. But I have just, I look like such an idiot with my big, dumb buck teeth. <laughs> but my favorite one is this one that Cole made. And he's he's wearing, it's like printed on regular paper. Okay, yeah, like a, just a construction paper? Yeah. Uh, printed on white paper, a picture of him <laughs> holding something. And it's on like a, just a green circle or something like that. Yeah, okay. And he has glasses and his dumb big buck teeth. <laughs> and he's like super blonde at that time. It does yeah. not look like him at all anymore. And it's fantastic. You look like a ghost because he's but still just, pasty white yeah, too. It's just so. a green circle with this thing of paper slapped on it. Yeah, just glued on it. Nice. Toss some glitter on it. Yeah. But hey, you still have it. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't think – it's like a cardinal sin for a mom to throw away <laughs> – an anything ornament. from it. Yeah. Or anything from childhood. Yeah. Do you have bins? Dude, we got bins. So my like my mom, we just have like a big storage bin full yeah. of our like school just school stuff strictly. Yeah. So any any of our projects, all our ornaments are actually I think we have a separate bin for ornaments. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. We have we have straight up uh totes. Totes of <laughs> ornaments. Because one year uh so I used I used to live in a house with uh this big wall that was two stories high and uh, it didn't have a floor, obviously. So it was two, sto- it was two stories high. Yep. So it's 40 feet, I think. It's- sure. Well, no, 30. St- it's 30 feet. Yeah. I don't know. We had high ceilings also. I Flex. Thought, I thought 10 foot ceilings were high. I don't know. I know for a fact that this was like a 30 foot tree. And it didn't quite touch our ceiling. Now that's a flex because trees are expensive as well. Yeah. So we did that once. <laughs> But uh, we did fill it with all of our lights and ornaments, and that was the dopest tree ever. But, uh, yeah, we, we have three totes of Christmas ornaments. So we have to be really choosy now. I, each sibling, we each have one. So we have five totes, I guess. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. This year, I think we do have two trees set up. One fake. That was, like, from my grandparents. That's fully set up with stuff. Yeah, that you just call. put in a bag and throw it in the attic. And then one one fresh one. <laughs> So I haven't, I haven't been home since I got it, so I doubt it's... I mean, I doubt there's anything but lights on it. Yeah. So we'll have to go hard. Ja, definitely feel. Ja. Ja, feel. But uh, if any of the people listening have uh, awesome ornaments that they want uh, shared, <laughs> definitely DM them to me, and I will post them in my story, because I freaking love bad ornaments. 
which is what I specialized in apparently. You from... said favorite. And then you said bad. What do you want? Their favorite one or their bad one? Well, my favorite ones I look like a jackass <laughs> in. That's why they're my favorite. <laughs> I also would just send you a picture of Woody. Yeah. I'm not going to do that anymore. He's you my should. favorite. Well, I'll just come over to your house then. Yeah, you can come and see him in person. <laughs> it's a special, special time. Over in Narnia. Ooh, dude. Huh. Did you see the picture of Jacked Dinesh? Or, uh, <laughs> he's not Dinesh. Yeah, it's, uh, it starts with a K. Camille Nanjiani. Yes. From Silicon Valley. He's Dinesh in that. Dude, he is fucking yoked. Massive. And it's I, like scary looking. Yeah. In a good way. <laughs> One of my favorite things was, uh, him talking about that picture and just looking good. And he's like, I wouldn't have been able to do this had I not worked out for a whole year on Marvel's dime. Yeah. He's like, I had the biggest studio paying for like six personal trainers, a dedicated nutritionist. Like, I, and I'm glad he said it because a lot of people are like, wow, I could, if I work out hard, I can look like that too. And no, no. you have to work out like an insane amount, eat just yeah. the right things, like calorie counting. I'm sure it was, I mean, in his post, he's like, you taught me what real, real physical pain is. Yeah. Like he had no, like, Everything in his life, nothing compared to, like, the physical pain he felt. Because, I mean, just to get that kind of mass, I mean, that's that's nine months of working out. And then to get that cut, that's three months of cutting. Yeah. Or, like, a month of cutting. I I know some bodybuilders, but, you know, they, they fucking cut. Holy yeah. We have a listener, uh, Chris yeah. from Perm. Uh, maybe he can uh, give us some insight. Because I know he's, like, a, he does bodybuilding shows and stuff. And, mm-hmm. yeah, I know he cuts, like, a lot of wait near the end you know yeah i wonder how excruciating that is once you jump on that chicken rice and broccoli (laughs) diet every day i can't imagine yeah so chris if you're out there yeah reach out i would i would actually like to hear about how you get that big because homie is 511 and just a baby rhinoceros (laughs) he's thick yeah it's impressive yeah Sad part is I'm almost as big as him, so that's concerning. <laughs> when you say big. I almost weigh as much as him. <laughs> yeah. Got a lot of thighs. Because I was saying, like, we just called him big, and, like, as in he's yeah massively muscular. Yeah. And you're like, I'm just as big as him. No. He's uh he's taller than a muscle hamster. I'll give him that. that what? <laughs> a muscle hamster? Dude, when you think of muscle hamster, somebody's got to come to mind. Some dude that's like 5'8", but just j- jacked. Is muscle hamster the same thing as a mat rat? Remember like wrestlers in high school were called like mat rats because they were just like... Mat rats stay lean though. Okay. Muscle hamsters are like the dude that can just <laughs> just go to the gym and just straight up deadlift 600 pounds. and just then walk in, deadlift 600 pounds, walk out. 5'6". Yoked man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I got one homie that... He was like moderately muscular when i met him and then graduated like still a year and a half out yeah just huge he is so fucking strong i'm so jealous that he actually has the uh the wherewithal to stick to it because i do not because i love taco bell so much i was trying to think of the one guy that just came to mind when he thought of that he's the freaking weatherman on a twin city station and I saw him at the Uptown LA Fitness once. <laughs> oh, yeah. He has, like, a Nordic name. I don't think it's Thor. It's something Scandinavian sounding. But he's, yeah, short. I don't know, 5'8". 
Wasn't his hair just looking good in the gym? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. he probably had yeah. hair and makeup done from uh, the morning weather. news. From, you know, weather. Yeah. But I forget what his name is. It's too funny. It'll come to me in a hot sack, but by that time we might be done. But, yeah. So, uh, I think that just about does it for our uh, holiday special. <laughs> I wish you guys a happy Kwanzaa, a happy Hanukkah, a Merry Christmas, and to people that don't believe in anything... Happy. Happy days. Happy days. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Stay frosty. Stay frosty. Peace.